0: Just a tiny little bit of
1: fun, just a
0: little bit of funny. Hello and welcome to A Bit of Funny. I'm
1: Thomas Heath and I like to wear hats. I'm Matt Richens and I have a muscle.
2: (laughs) I'm Michael and I have a fan in my room. Uh, a, A mechanical fan, not a literal fan.
3: And I'm Cole Henderson, and welcome to this very special all-men episode. Yeah! Hey. Oh my men, 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 men. You, you are, men.
2: are referencing something. I know what you're referencing. <laughs> For those interested, um, uh, Cameron, uh, who was a player who we played with at uh, uh, BYU-Idaho where we would do improv stuff um created a character who I can't remember what the name was but he would always start out with my name is Cameron so-and-so and and I'm a men's rights activist. Men men men." He'd just start chanting get everyone yeah he was very angry all the time.
0: So I was gonna ask the question has anyone ever considered making a YouTube channel? But then I remembered (laughs) that not only has at least one of us here created a YouTube channel. But uh, how many followers do you have, Michael?
2: Uh, you oh, I, can't, I can't remember. Subscribers, which, by the way, just before I say it, it's not, it's not as impressive as it sounds because it's more just like subscribers is really more just like liking a channel. It doesn't mean I get that many viewers consistently. But actually, I'm going to check it really quick. Uh, 23,000. That's pretty good. Yeah. That
1: sounds impressive to me.
2: Yeah, I actually recently um, finished uh, writing a book Um, and self-published it via Amazon because my channel, it's very niche info. For anybody listening, self-promotion, well, obviously there's people listening, look, my book. Did I tell any of you about this? Uh, You have mentioned it. I mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. I wrote a book. It's about uh, personality theory and stuff, and psychology, and a lot of philosophy and stuff I'm interested in. So that's my latest project. I'm very proud of it.
0: And the name of that book was Motes and
2: Beams? Motes and Beams. Yeah, Motes and Beams, A Neo-Jungian Guide to Personality. Or, excuse me, Moats and Beams, A Neo-Jungian Theory of Personality.
0: Yeah, perhaps our uh, friends from the Netherlands... Shout out to you guys. Perhaps they'll check out your book and YouTube channel.
2: I swear, if there's, if the strangest coincidence that somebody who's a fan of my channel happens to hear me on this podcast just randomly out of the blue, I would be so happy. But (laughs) I think I have some fans in the Neverland. That's the thing about the internet now is, is it's so uh, casually international, like I have a substantial fan base that's outside of the U.S. Like most of my fans are in the U.S. But there's like uh, percentages outside of it that so like I have plenty of people in Germany and and South America, Australia, Britain, um, India. There's like a number of people in India who know English because English has become so ubiquitous. Um, So anyway, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, It didn't surprise me actually that much that there's people in the the Netherlands who are listening to our stuff because that's just where the world is moving, I think.
3: Let's swipe to Alexander. He's a book writer. He's going on vacation to a remote part, a very isolated town in Antarctica in order to just get away from all the hubbub.
2: (sighs) Well... It's negative 23 degrees here, or whatever it is in Antarctica, and my breath is literally turning into water because it's so cold. What? No one, no one will bother me, and I can get down to finally writing my book. <sighs> yes, what is it? Yeah. <sighs> it's... It's really cold, may I come in? If you must, the door's unlocked. <sighs> Pardon
0: me, I just, my, my truck broke down uh, about a quarter of a mile down the road. I saw your light and I need a place to stay for the night.
2: Now, despite his beard, and his disheveled appearance, and the sweat in all of the coats, yet Alexander still recognized his long-lost estranged brother. They had not parted on good terms when they when they last met, and it seemed his brother did not recognize him. Oh, your truck broke down. I see. Yeah. S- 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 see. Uh... C- come in by my fire. Uh, here, that's all right. Um, oh, thank you, sir. Sir.
0: Yes? I'm, I'm sorry, I hadn't yet caught your name.
2: Um, Randy. 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 Uh, all it's right. definitely not Alexander. It's Randy. <laughs>
0: that's, that's crazy that you mention Alexander Randy um,
2: i had a brother named Alexander once oh did you
0: yeah uh, there were, uh, there was uh, how do you feel about
2: this brother of yours uh, just asking you know out of <sighs> curiosity
0: listen sir i randy i don't i don't need to talk about this it was it was a long time ago and i haven't talked to him for
3: Ah, at least a decade now. Uh. Suddenly, the devil appears on Alex's shoulder. Well, well, well. Seems like fate has brought your um, estranged brother right into your clutches.
2: I told you never to call me on this shoulder.
3: (sighs) Listen, buddy. I appear when your inner desires bring me forth. This is the perfect opportunity to take revenge for the time he stole the idea for your first book. (laughs) That success was supposed to be yours.
2: Yes, it was, and it forced me to have to come down here to Antarctica to work on my second book. I worked so hard on that first draft. It was going to be an amazing romance
1: novel. It was going to Top, Twilight! At this moment, an angel appears on his other shoulder. Gah! Alexander, I don't even think that I actually need to speak. You know what the right choice is.
2: First of all, I told you never to call me on this shoulder. Second of all, I'm not so sure that I know what the correct answer is. I don't know what the, what the right choice is. I think Mr. Devil here has a very good point.
3: Yes, 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 that's right. We're in a cabin in the middle of Antarctica. No one would find out about some little murder that would take place.
2: Well, hold on I'm now,
3: I didn't Devil say that. God always knows. At this moment,
0: Alexander's brother, Henry, interrupts. Oh, so so Randy, I'm very appreciative that you uh, invited me into your home, but it's kind of, I don't know, it just feels a little tense and awkward.
2: Really? It feels tense and awkward? I don't think so. Uh, (laughs) Sorry.
0: The the tone of your voice kind of... Says otherwise. Uh, I, I haven't even introduced myself. I'm Henry. Uh, Henry Lloyd. A
2: pleasure to meet you, Lloyd. I oh, shake God. his hand. <clears throat> you know, I I knew someone a long time ago, and um, they they did me really wrong. They did me really wrong, and I was just thinking about it today, and it made me very. It's made me very tense, very tense. Has anyone ever done you any wrong, Henry, Lloyd? You know,
0: Randy, it's peculiar that you mention such a thing. At this moment, he starts putting two and two together. It's been a while since he's seen his brother's face, but something about him just seems familiar. Say, uh, Randy, that's, uh, seems like, Someone in your past did you wrong.
3: Uh, that's just what it seems like. He's on to us. He's on to us, Alex. Now's the time to strike. I I can't strike until I know for sure.
1: No, you can't strike at all. He's your brother.
2: I, I have to make sure there has to be vengeance if. I just need to know maybe maybe he came to Antarctica looking for me or something or maybe he feels regret and and we can let this all go but I have to know
1: forgiveness is the answer no matter what
2: you're a real killjoy you know that
1: hey uh Randy yes
0: yeah? <sighs> so you know, my truck is just about a quarter of a mile down the road. If I, I, I noticed that you had a truck parked next and you had tow rope, and I'm thinking perhaps we tow my truck up. And then, I don't know, I imagine you have some tools and, 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 and I could get to work on my truck, so that way I'm not here very long.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, no, it don't feel as though there's an imposition. Um, In fact, I have just recently read a book. Before we get to your truck, I just have one more question. Have you heard of a book, a wonderful book, called Shy Light? At this
0: moment, Henry is starting to get very uncomfortable as everything is finally fully clicking in his mind and he realizes that the man who called himself Randy is really Alexander. Listen, Alexander, that was 10 years ago. That was a past life, a past me.
2: I know I've done you wrong.
1: Flashback to what happened 10 years ago.
2: I'm writing the next greatest romance novel and it'll make me millions.
0: Alexander, you need to set this aside, okay? It's, you're not not gonna be a good author. You're not gonna amount to much. Just give up, all right? Drop out of high school like me.
2: Like you. I've gotta go change the oil in my truck. I'll be back later, and I storm out of the room, leaving the entire manuscript behind. We
0: cut to a scene where Henry has taken the entire manuscript to a publisher. So I'm thinking the name for this should be
3: Shylight. Shylight, eh? Yeah.
2: Hmm.
3: It's, I think it's going to be a bestseller. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, the author's name? Oh, it's myself, uh, Henry Lloyd. Henry Lloyd, okay. Henry Lloyd. Yes, yes, yes. Shylight by Henry Lloyd. Approved. No.
1: Swipe
2: back to the present. Explain yourself now.
0: I couldn't live in your shadow. I'm the older brother. I had to be better. I dropped out of high school, and it was one of my biggest regrets and ever since that i just envied you i envied how smart you were and how good of a writer you were i had to take it for myself murder murder
3: murder murder
1: forgive him forgive him Alexander.
3: why did you
2: come to antarctica
0: i came to escape i guess just like you I, you know how it was. I got estranged from the family. So I left. I got out of there. I was gone. I've been here for ten years. I never thought you'd find me.
2: You really think I'm smart?
0: Alexander, can't you see it yourself? You wrote "Shylight." That was just a first draft, and I turned it in. And it made me a lot of money. Imagine what your final draft could
2: have been like. Mr. Devil, and he flicks the devil off his shoulder and into the fire. (laughs) Henry, what do you say to writing our next book together?
0: I think that sounds like an excellent idea. And they slowly, tenderly move towards each other and embrace as brothers for the first time in ten years.
3: And that scene
1: Yay. Uh, Michael, you mentioned the, your book was on like Neo-Jungian personalities. Yes. So I assume you're familiar with like the Myers-Briggs personality test.
2: Yes. Yeah. I, I work what a fair all, bit with that.
1: Yeah. What are all of your letters for those of you who are familiar with said tests?
3: Uh infj okay yeah last time i I checked i was an infp
1: that's funny because when i was younger i was an infj and then the most recent time i took it i was an infp oh yeah
2: there, it's really interesting looking into the dynamics of how people tend to change and how much of that, uh, that is part of the test, how much of that is a reflection of people, and um, it gets very complicated very quickly, and so I'm, I could go on and on and on about that, but um, it probably get kind of technical and everything, so.
3: Um, but we can check out your YouTube channel for more of that.
2: Absolutely, you can. Um, where I talk about the types and, and everything I talk about, that's actually I, it's very based in Myers-Briggs kind of stuff so.
3: Okay. Um,
2: so, you can check that out Michael Pierce is the name of the channel it's just Michael Pierce you, you should find it, it's got a fair fan base, so anyway enough about me what kind of YouTube channel would you guys make?
1: <laughs> go ahead Matt so, uh, Thomas and I have had the idea for a long, long time to start just like a comedy YouTube channel. Oh! Um, we could do, like, improv, we could do stand-up stuff. Matt and
0: I, we go on a lot of hikes together, and, uh, we've created in the past on previous hikes, just like these characters that are opposites of each other and stuff. And one of them's like a super adventure guru and just like, let's go and do this. And then the other one's like, whoa, hold back. Like, let's stay on the trail. Let's not, let's not wander off. I feel like it might be a fair representation
1: of our lives. And uh, <laughs> we get lost on every single hike we go on. <laughs> yeah. And we've
0: toyed around with the idea of trying to see if we can present that in a good way
3: I like how your characters are, are reflections of yourselves. Yeah. There's truth in comedy, as they say. I definitely feel
1: like I'm a cautious, let's stay on the path kind of guy. Well, yeah,
3: so cool. Would
1: you pin Thomas as the cautious one or me as the cautious one?
3: Um, I'm going to look real dumb if I get this wrong, but uh, <laughs> I, pin, I pin Matt as the cautious one. I can see that. I,
1: I definitely have both sides. But
0: Well then perhaps I'm not as cautious as I think I am. <laughs> perhaps
3: I don't really understand myself. Like I would like I was, to. I was
2: gonna it say better. it the other way, but I don't
3: I was gonna say maybe it's just that you're tall. <laughs> what does that have to do with it?
2: <laughs> We swipe to a gnome who is scuttling through the grass in a forest and scuttles up to behold, in a clearing, a gingerbread house, a big gingerbread house. And he looks at it. (sighs) Inside that gingerbread house are two little children who have been kidnapped by the witch. And those two little children are the children of the richest man in the land. And if I can save them from the witch, I can hold them for ransom instead of her.
3: Swipe into inside the witch's house. You boys are going to be safe here with me. I won't ever let your evil king father... Get a hold of you so we can take advantage of your secret fairy power.
1: Secret fairy power? I didn't even know I had that. Tell me more.
3: Yes, well, uh, let's just re- try and recall the the last time, your fifth birthday. You remember that?
1: I, I, I remember my fifth birthday. Uh-huh. Swipe so to
3: the fifth birthday.
1: birthday. Hey, Matt, check this
0: out. I got us... A really cool tro-, tro Trojan horse.
3: Whoa!
0: Yeah, Dad had someone carve it out of wood for
1: us. That's so but cool.
3: Suddenly, the Trojan her- horse turns into an actual horse.
1: Whoa! It's because I sneezed, Matt. That is, that is phenomenal. Oh my gosh! What if? What if like? I'm magic, and, and, whoa.
2: Now, now, calm down, Matt. Calm down, Matt. We don't need to Swipe get... like to behind a curtain, Hamlet style. Uh, the king stands with his evil vizier as he, hmm, my evil plan to detect their fairy powers is working. Little do they realize I am not truly their father, but am merely their stepfather, because I took them from my brother, who is a king of the fairy lands. Don't
3: ask how that marriage happened, vizier. Uh, Of course not, my liege. I would never question uh, your your greatness. Uh,
2: Of course you wouldn't, thank you, my little subservient psychophant. And now I will explain my evil plan. Which is really very simple. It's to use their magic powers to take over the land, you know.
3: Make suits of armor, come alive. It's pretty straightforward evil stuff. Yes, yes. We could create an effigy of a dragon and make that dragon come to life.
2: I hadn't even thought of that. This is what I pay you for, vizier. (laughs) (laughs) Swipe back to the gingerbread house.
3: There's going to be a lot of evil people in the world who are going to try and and exploit your your abilities, but you're safe here with me. Okay. All right. Thank you. We swipe to a little bit
0: later when it is just Matt and his brother Thomas alone. Listen, Matt. This is cool and all, but some here gives me a bad vibe. Oh, come on, come
1: on. What? What could possibly be bad? We're with this witch. She's protecting us. I remembered that I have magic sneezes. <laughs> Today's a great day. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know,
0: it's. I find it rather peculiar that that memory of ours was gone until today. Like, it's just odd that I didn't remember this until the witch mentioned it. All I'm saying is, I feel like we're in danger.
1: I don't know what you're saying. The witch mentioned it, and I got my memory back. That's a great thing. I like that witch. Swipe to uh,
2: a week prior to them being at the witch's house. The two brothers are back at the king's castle and uh, they've all sat down for dinner, and um, the vizier behind the scenes has poured a special poison that is supposed to render the brothers utterly subservient to the king, but he's mixed up the bottles accidentally.
3: Mm, Let's see. Um, Eye of Newt. Some rusty coins. Vizier. Oh. Is the potion ready yet? Yes, yes. If I've done my calculations correctly, this should render their uh, wills completely enslaved to you. Oh, wonderful.
2: You, now, you must get it exactly right. Otherwise, it is possible it will simply erase their memories and...
3: Yes, well, it'll it'll also turn the back of their necks purple. Right, As yes. well as slowly turn them into lizards. I see. So, yes. Yes, let, let us make sure we avoid that. After all, we cannot create an army of dragons with a pair of lizards. But I am certain that I have mixed this potion very well <laughs> we swipe to Matt
0: and Thomas at the table waiting to receive their meal with the potion, unbeknownst to them, the potion. Hey, hey, Matt, sneeze, sneeze on this fork and we'll turn it into a slingshot. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude, all right. Now I'm going to shoot this pee out of the
1: vizier when he comes <laughs> out the door. That guy's such a loser. Yeah.
2: vizier comes
3: out. <laughs> Oh, oh. You hit me right in the (laughs) earlobe.
1: Loser.
2: Now, now, boys, settle down. It's time for dinner. Here are your drinks. Okay, thanks. I propose a toast. A toast to your magic powers. May they bring us all great. Fortune, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: to our magic powers,
1: yeah, yeah, clink.
3: Swipe back to the witch's house. Ah, uh, good morning, children.
0: Good morning. Good morning.
3: uh just let stay inside. I'm going to scan the area for uh, intruders. All right. All right. Which Matt. steps outside and begins her detection spell. Matt, I'm I'm still saying like I
1: think we should leave. Leave? Are you kidding? She's literally casting her detection spell right now. She is protecting us.
0: All right, Matt. Whatever you say. Listen. I found the slingshot in my back pocket, and, and I'm just going to carry it with us for protection, okay?
1: Fine, whatever you want. All right. Also, what's that on your neck? Uh, I don't know what it's. Only you can see it. What is it? It's. It, your neck's starting to look a little purple. Purple? Yeah, just a little purple. It's kind of odd. I must have got some of the blueberry pie from last night on my neck somehow. (laughs) That's funny.
2: (laughs) Ah, You're a crazy one. Meanwhile, outside, the witch has detected a presence underneath the gingerbread
3: house. I smell a curious individual. She gets on all fours and begins crawling into the under of the gingerbread house.
2: And she sees up from the ground and very quickly bursts through the ground like a hyperactive mole and up through the bottom of the gingerbread house. The gnome appears. (laughs) And he Ah. lands on two feet inside the gingerbread house and he pulls out two nunchucks and swings them around. Woo, you two are coming with me.
0: At this moment, Matt and Thomas are absolutely, well, Thomas is rather shocked and whips out his slingshot and loads it with the rock and aims it directly at the gnome.
1: Hey, hey, Thomas, wait, 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 wait. That gnome's like, he's a foot and a half tall. What's he
0: gonna do? Uh, do you not see the nunchucks that he clearly knows how to handle?
3: No, gnomes are, uh, should not be underestimated, children. The witch pulls out her wand. Back Stay off. back, witch! Stay, Stay back. back! I know
2: what you're going to try to do to these children. I know how you got them, see? But I'm going to get them back safe and sound to the king
3: for a price. I won't let you take them. I won't ta- let you take them to their evil king father.
2: Evil king father? No, he's a he's a good guy. He he lowered taxes and and uh, uh, he made a really neat arena where we can watch gladiatorial battles and and people slaughter each other. Oh, actually, okay, maybe that wasn't so good.
0: We we see the kids. Thomas, unsure of himself and really everything that is going on, is aiming the slingshot at the gnome and then back at the witch and then back at the gnome and then back at the witch, just completely
1: confused. Meanwhile, Matt is just chillaxing, laying down (laughs) on the floor and juggling three spoons.
3: These boys are very talented and they have magical abilities in their snot
2: and there's snot. Huh.
3: It's called uh, Snot Rocketmancy.
1: Well, let me see an example. You gotta see oh. to believe. Okay, ha-choo! He sneezes on one of the spoons and it immediately turns into uh, a full-on ladle.
2: The existential implications of this are staggering.
3: Yes, that was only 1% of this boy's power.
2: So what, you're gonna raise them in witchy land? Like, is that the Uh, other option here?
3: Well, you see, I was actually going to murder them because such powerful magic should not exist in this world. At this time, Thomas is outright terrified and takes a
0: rock and aims it at the witch and launches it. However, the rock misses the witch because the witch has a spell that's kind of a force field around her. I'm immune to rocks, you fool. Oh, no! Matt, we gotta get out of here, and we gotta get out of here now. The witch just said she's gonna murder us. Uh, okay. Use your
2: magic powers,
1: kids! Matt, why didn't we consider this before? (laughs) At that moment, I grab the gnome and sneeze on him, and just uh, I turn the gnome into a full on uh, knight in shining armor, and he just goes to battle with this yes. witch.
2: Oh, I could get used to this, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're doing their fights, and... die, like... you fool. I will never die. I've got a six-pack. At that moment, at that moment, um, the king and his men showed up, and the king says, uh, surrounding the gingerbread house, and the king says, the gnome said that he would have the children here by noon today. Well, this seems to be the place, and, uh, and, uh, at this moment, the effects of the
0: potion that the Basir had given to Matt and Thomas start to take more effect, and they start to hunch over and crawl
3: on their hands and feet. Oh no, we're too late. They've already turned into lizards. Well, I what? guess this is good for me. There's so many
2: things going on. Hold on, kids. Wait. Wait a second. Kids. Sneeze on yourselves!
0: Hey, Matt, come sneeze on me. Turn me into a human.
1: Yeah, whatever. Ah,
0: chew!
2: Oh, okay, Matt. Ah, chew! Hey, kids, sneeze on everyone outside who's trying to kill you. Alright. Ah,
1: chew! Ah, chew!
2: they're like running around to like all of the different soldiers and things and all the soldiers are trying to like chop off their heads and things but they're just they're too limber and quick and achoo achoo it's the a nightmare
3: everyone uh, literally everyone the gnome the witch the king all the king's men are turned into forest animals
2: and the boys uh, gathered up all the forest animals and they went back to the castle and they became the double kings of the land and no one contested them because they could turn you into a skunk if they wanted to and fortunately they were benevolent rulers and their powers weren't genetically passed on and so it was just a very strange annal in the history of this kingdom but no one really got terribly hurt by it, except for the vizier, because um, he, got, he got killed for mixing
3: up the potions.
2: The end. The end. Wow. <laughs> that is the classic on on?
3: tale of Matt and Thomas.
2: <laughs> yes, yes it is. That was crazy. You may not know
0: this, but I am a direct descendant of <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt here is a direct descendant of Thomas. Oh. It's been been many years.
3: (laughs) That explains so much.
2: It explains (laughs) so much. This is their genealogical history. This is a sacred story for them.
3: (laughs) Thanks for listening to A Bit of Funny. And remember, Ancestry is cool.